everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the In Everything podcast, where we talk about Jesus in everything. In case you forgot, because it's been a long while, uh, I'm Alice, and I'm here with Lexi and Mahima, and we are your hosts. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking um, just about this topic that came um, up to me and a friend talking, and we were watching this sermon. Shout out to Krista. Um, but we were... We love Krista. We were talking about... Is being practical anti-spiritual? So today we're going to be breaking that down. We have a few questions and things we're going to be going through, but is that true? Is being putting your faith into action and doing physical things going against the the spirit and the spiritual mm-hmm. realm? Yeah, exactly. I think this is a pretty common misconception that some Christians have. Maybe you've had it, and we might have all had it at some point in our lives. So the sort of overarching question that we're going to start off with and dig into in this episode is, is it bad to take practical steps in your faith? Does that demonstrate a lack of surrender or a lack of trust in God? I think when you first ask the question, it kind of seems like an obvious answer of like, duh, it's not, it's Hmm. not bad. And yet in Christian circles and even mindsets, there can be that that underlying sometimes unsaid sometimes it is said but that if you do this like for example extreme an extreme example would be like if you go to the doctor to get help like you you aren't trusting god for your healing Mm -hmm. in that in that sense where like that's not actually that uncommon of a belief within like the general population of christians Mm -hmm. and i think A lot of the time, we don't necessarily do that with physical health. It's easy to say, okay, well, I need to get this thing treated, so I'm going to go to the hospital and get that treated. But then it's really, really easy in Christian circles or within the church to do that with other aspects of our lives. So if we're struggling mentally in some way or in whatever other capacity where we can struggle and have an issue, the first thing and perhaps the only thing that we want to go to is prayer and just letting God sort of do everything, which we'll get into this later, but I'm not saying that prayer is bad or that prayer isn't practical, but just also recognizing that there are practical steps that we can take to help us in other areas of our lives as well. Yeah, I think that oftentimes as Christians, it's so easy to separate our wisdom and our faith, but I think those things intertwine so perfectly because um, God gave us, you know, uh, a brain and he also gave us a heart right they aren't in two separate bodies and they're all they're both meant to um, be used to glorify him and to um, strengthen us in our faith you know and our wisdom so taking those practical steps while also trusting God are both crucial I think to you know the Christian life for a long time in my life I didn't explicitly ever say this but kind of my mindset on not really Um, engaging or growing my prayer life was just the belief that oh if God wanted to do something I believe and I trust that he can and he will like he doesn't need me to intervene which was a very immature point of view on prayer I think in that like Mm. it's not I think I was there for a long time and it was easy to ignore the calling and like 
the desire that God has for us to talk with him and for us to ask him and that idea that he invites us into this it's like yes God has the ability and power and maybe will to do all these things on his own and yet he's invited us as his children and as Christians to join in that mission and to ask for things on behalf of others and behalf of Mm -hmm. things that are on our heart that he puts on our hearts but you know it's that it's that process of like yeah god doesn't need us but he's invited us in and he's asked us to take part and kind of take responsibility of our own faith and not just Mm -hmm. laying back and like all right god it's all up to you now yeah yeah definitely a beautiful image i've kind of heard said about that is that we are the co-authors of our lives alongside god and of course like Lexi sort of said, God does have the ultimate say, and if God wants something to happen, there's nothing that we can do as humans to stop that thing from happening. But like you said, it's an invitation, and and how beautiful is that, that God gives us free will and autonomy to participate in that with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, on, on the note of prayer, yeah, I just think it's so cool to recognize that God created prayer for a reason because like you said God knows our every thought he knows how we feel he knows what we have Mm -hmm. faith in and he knows what we're wanting our desires but he wants us to tell him right like he wants us to come to him with those things and that is just so cool and so Mm -hmm. beautiful and we often do neglect that yeah an image that has helped me I don't know if I've said it here before but like the idea of like a father um, and a child, and I guess it's snowing right now, so I'll use the snow analogy, but, like, <laughs> shoveling the driveway. Mm. And where, like, as a kid, I remember, like, my dad would go out and just wanting to spend time with him, wanting to be with him. I'm like, oh, can I go? And I have, like, this tiny shovel, <laughs> and I'm, like, so weak that I can, like, hardly... I'm just getting literally, like, yeah. dusting off of the top. <laughs> or, like, making it worse, even though I'm trying to help. Like. Yeah. But that idea of, like, my dad could do it all on his own, but he takes, he has delight in being with me and um, me joining him in Mm -hmm. that work, right? And that's the same idea where God delights in us um, being Mm -hmm. with him. And even though we basically are not making a dent at all in the grand scheme, Mm -hmm. but God, he gives us that validation. He gives us that... um, just he loves spending time with us which is a really beautiful picture yeah it is yeah so whether it's prayer or some other practical step that god is asking you to take in your life that's not that's definitely not anti-spiritual like let's just get that out of the way i think that everyone in this episode right now and hopefully you guys listening can agree with us that it's not anti-spiritual to do these things it's actually an invitation from god for you to pray or take Mm -hmm. that other practical step it's an invitation from God for you to join in his work in restoring you or in your healing or helping you through that struggle or whatever else it is. Mm -hmm. And so I think just to share like a little bit of my testimony and like why we even wrote down this idea um, for a podcast, because when I heard it, it just kind of, it, it was one of those phrases where it's probably been said to me before, but that time it just really... Um, stayed on my heart and just that idea I think going through a lot of my life in dealing with temptations and 
struggles um specifically for me I struggle a lot with like sexual temptations and things like that where it's it's so private and like no one could really know what was going on unless I said something and I kind of thought that oh if I put up boundaries or if I try to put up things to stop myself like I'm no match for this sin right I Mm -hmm. only God can help me and then Mm. not that that isn't true like I am no match for sin but it was again like that immature view of God isn't going to like I'm not a puppet that God yeah like moves around even in fighting sin like he there is a responsibility of the Christian to not be um, just careless in that oh God is gonna save me whatever I do mm-hmm. like if I jump off this building like it says that God is gonna protect me with his angels right the, that picture when Jesus was tempted but we can't test God like that we can't mm-hmm. um, give him those standards and expect not to fall because that's a very self-centered in that okay I don't want to do any work and if this sin is going to be taken away, I'll just wait for God to do it. Where he is the one who takes away the sin, but yeah, he, again, he invites us into that. He's the one who um, is helping us through that. And so I have a verse here that's pretty cool and kind of goes along with that. It's Second Thessalonians um, 15, no, 16 and 17. It says, now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us by his grace, gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope, comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say. Um, so I just, I love that verse in that, like, he is the one who gives us comfort and strength in everything we do and say, and speaking and doing things that is obviously very practical, and so... Yeah it applies to what we're talking about because of that practicality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's a super cool like testimony because so often, you know, we just can rely so much on God with our sin and like 100% like we're saved by grace and he took every sin upon himself to save us. But that doesn't mean that we have no responsibility now when we do deal with sin. It's not all just up to God and we can just do whatever we want because oh yeah, well, I'll be forgiven because God saved me. Like, that's taking advantage of his grace, which um, honestly, I think we all do. I've done it, and um, it's a struggle every single day. But um, I just wanted to read another verse here. It's James 1, 13 to 15. And it says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. And um, I think it's just so important to remember the weight and the heaviness of sin. And if we don't take any steps to deal with it, it will eventually lead to consequences and lead to death. So... Yeah, like taking, we can't just fully rely, you know, on God to do everything because he's given us, again, he's given us that wisdom to deal with um, sin practically and take steps to fight against it, you know, in his strength. Yeah, that passage from James is 
just such a good warning because Mm -hmm. I think we know that temptation itself isn't the sin because Jesus, when he was a human on earth, he was tempted. So temptation is something we're going to face. So you might think, oh, well, I can't rid my life of temptations. And it is true that you can't entirely rid your life of temptations. But in a lot of cases, you do have some control of those temptations. For example, if you are addicted to alcohol and then you go to a bar with a group of nine other people who are all drinking. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying if you're an alcoholic, you can never go out with your friends and this isn't a personal example, so maybe it's not a good one. It's just something that came to mind because I know it's something people struggle with, but you might not want to surround yourself Mm -hmm. with the thing that you are tempted to sin with and it can it can be anything else right like it can be it can be pornography it can be any other addiction or idol or sin in your life you probably don't want to be surrounded with that thing because like Mm -hmm. the james passage says temptation is likely to lead to sin Mm -hmm. and sin has a severe consequence so why would you even let yourself be in that position of maybe sinning right Mm -hmm. yeah and i think Another good example of that, Alice was actually sharing this earlier, but um, an, an obstacle and a distraction in our lives um, right now that's very relatable is technology and our phones, you know? How often do we go on our phones and just, like, waste time scrolling on whatever social media? But if, like, you know, we have temptations with, like, watching something or listening to something on our phones or, you know, a pornography addiction or whatever it may be, like... Oftentimes when we go to bed, we plug in our phone to charge like super close to where we sleep, you know, that's just Mm -hmm. something that we, a lot of us do. And is that really like the best idea if we know that we have, you know, um, something that we struggle with or attempted with on our phones, on our devices. And it's something so simple and so like small that we might not even think about that, you know, like I usually don't even think about it, but like that is such a an easy way for temptation to come in and for us to give into that temptation without us really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I think even realizing too that God reveals himself and convicts us all, we're all on separate journeys and so he does this at different mm-hmm. times and in different ways and so yeah. just because even with it, like if you have a good group surrounding you of Christians who are building you up, like God doesn't reveal stuff to us all at the same time. And so just because your Christian friends are doing it and it's fine, they're not bothered by it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a struggle for you. Like yeah. a personal example of um, for a while, like I realized and I finally um, listened, I guess, to the Holy Spirit convicting me of like when I watched a lot of shows and spent a lot of time like listening to these secular relationships or through like reading or um even listening to to friends talk Mm -hmm. about what the norms of their relationships were like i knew that wasn't good for me it was bringing me to a mind space that was not holy it was not Mm -hmm. um able to i was not able to glorify god in those times and i i knew and i i finally listened of like i needed to cut that off and for a time I was um like you know not watching any shows especially not by myself and like it was different if I was like with other people and it was kind of a different mindset and not that I haven't like fallen 
since then but just that idea of like that was a really practical step like I had to delete I had I had to delete like Netflix off my phone and like get the people who knew the password to like change it so that I couldn't Mm -hmm. go back Mm -hmm. on and like I don't know you it comes with changing a habit it comes with some type of action and God that was on my heart for a long time and I ignored it and I didn't listen and I was because I I was like addicted to like Mm -hmm. watching shows or like you know why do we sin it's because we love to sin or else we we wouldn't keep doing it yeah if we didn't if some part of us didn't love to do it um so just that it has to involve a practical step for a holy result yeah that's a really good point I think that you know like none of that is easy like it's not going to be easy it's difficult because our human nature is to give in to sin and to give in to those earthly desires but i think when we're focusing on that um you know eternal vision and that you what what was that thing you said um it leads to holy purpose holy result holy result right we want to focus on that holy result and so if that is something that we truly desire you know to glorify god through that we have to find like be real with god and be real with ourselves what is the thing that is causing me to stumble what is the thing that's causing me to struggle and um you know like how am i going to how am i going to deal with that First of all, with prayer, because that is also a practical step. Um, how am I going to be real with God about this and work on it with him? But how? what are some practical ways and ways he's convicting me of how I can actually, you know, physically do that and in this natural kind of sense, um, come against that, you know, and fight against that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that this is all so good. And I'm glad that we're connecting the fact of prayer being practical and just these other practical steps in these specific examples. And I know an example in my life was in high school, I was definitely idolizing busyness and all these different activities I did. I was super involved in school and just pretty busy, busy all the time. And then when I got into university, I had to make the intentional decision to honestly just be less involved, uh, do less extracurriculars. And I know that that might sound weird and some people can still do that and that's totally fine for them. So I just, I just love how Lexi brought up that point that not everyone's temptation is the same because not everyone's sin in the same Mm -hmm. is the same. And that sounds obvious, but it's true. And I think we need to hear it because sometimes I'll look at other people who are still really involved in doing a lot of extracurriculars and get that little pull of, oh, well, they're doing it. Like, maybe I, mm-hmm. I, I still could be or I still should be. And I, I get that desire mm-hmm. to go there. But I know that I can't because if I f- pursue that desire, I am tempting myself. And yeah. I am just literally allowing myself to sin just like the James ver- uh, verse warns mm-hmm. against warns mm-hmm. us against. Yeah. I think also in that, like, it comes with a security in God um, to not think that your sin or the thing that you struggle with not your sin not taking ownership of sin but like that it's not worse or better than someone else's and Mm -hmm. I think that I stayed in a place of like secrecy and not um telling anybody so that I I wasn't accountable to anyone other than myself which did not work out um but just like I thought that 
this is so bad. Like, no one ever talks about this. So I must be, like, so, so, so broken that, like, I can't, I can't even talk with people about this. I'm too ashamed. And mm-hmm. that, like, kept me in the dark for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So a big thing with a practical step is to confess and, like, first mm-hmm. confess to God. Mm-hmm. But also find a friend, find a spiritual leader, someone who you trust and confess it to them because yeah. something that it took me like years and years to realize, but Satan has power when things are kept in the dark. He mm-hmm. is the king of darkness and like Jesus tells us to bring things into the light. Yeah. And um, so that is like was a huge first step in that realization that it holds so much power it held so much power over me because I was so ashamed and I thought it was so much mm-hmm. worse and so definitely like have have that time where you can just be honest with someone yeah absolutely accountability is so key it's so crucial and like it shows us the importance of Christian community because we were not meant to walk through the Christian life alone. That's why, you know, Jesus gave us each other um, as like little images of himself. We all are, right? Um, And so like the struggle of sin was not meant to be um, gone through alone, journeyed through alone, just as the good times are not meant to, you know, be gone through alone also. And like just going back to what you were saying, Alice, about comparison, I think it can be... um, Comparison is something that is so tricky because it's just so natural. We want to compare ourselves with other people. But I think, like, to an extent, it can be encouraging to see other people go through sin, you know, and go through those struggles and get, I guess, to the other side. I don't think we ever, we never will reach perfection, but get through the other side of that sin. And it can encourage us, you know, but it can also break us down if we just keep comparing ourselves to you know, like an, an unhealthy amount where it is not building us up or building us up in the kingdom, you know? So I think finding that balance of we need to look around and not just be by ourselves in isolation mm-hmm. in the darkness and be accountable to people, look at other people and um, be encouraged by their walks, um, you know, in faith, but also know that this is a personal thing also with God that you can't rely on other people for. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be with you and God. Yeah, something that I love about this podcast, even a little bit of a self promo, but (laughs) just the fact that, you know, there's three of us here and we all have different stories. We all have different testimonies and just such different things that we've struggled with. And, you know, praise God for Lexi's testimony and that she's able to share that on this podcast with, with such transparency because. I know for whoever's listening, I don't know how well you know Lexi, but you might think like, ah, it's it's probably so easy for Lexi to share and for her to talk about this on this (laughs) podcast, but it's not. And I knew Lexi for a while and was her close friend before I ever knew this sin about her. And I remember how powerful Mm -hmm. it was just the first time hearing her open up, um, not only to her closest friends, but eventually to a larger group of people. And now even being comfortable to talk about the sin that she struggled with on this podcast, Mm -hmm. which is... A, a bit taboo you don't hear always hear Christians talking about these things especially Christian women with this particular sin so just I just want to thank you for mm-hmm. even sharing that on this yeah. podcast right now but yeah on what you said Nahima 
it is encouraging to, to see other people going through those things. So I hope that's something that someone shared on this podcast today was encouraging for one of you guys. Yeah. yeah. And I did you read your verse, Alex? Uh I, I did not read my verse, but I can read it. It was a little bit uh of a similar point there to Mahima's, so I um wasn't sure if I was gonna get to it, but I will in these last few minutes here. In Galatians six one it says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. And then this is the the key here is keep watch on yourself lest you to be tempted. So I think, again, that was just a warning on temptation and not allowing yourself to be temptation. But just because of what we've been talking about, I actually do want to go on to verse 2 because I think it is um, very fitting. And verse 2 of that same chapter says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Mm -hmm. So just on that note of the practicality, but also the spirituality of accountability. It fulfills the law of Christ to bear each other's burdens. It's something we're called to do. So that's just one more example, if you haven't had enough, of how being practical is not anti-spiritual. Yeah, and I think yeah. listening, like, just to comment on that verse and what we haven't talked about is that if you are someone who has a friend, like, you were the person that they shared to, and you are walking with them and bearing that burden, there is a warning of, like, be careful not to fall into that same yeah. sin. And yeah. sometimes it is the wise thing to say, hey, like, I love you and I'm praying for you, but um, I can't be the person who's right. walking mm-hmm. directly beside you. I, like, can I help you find someone else? Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, maybe you are tempted in a similar way or you become, you start to slip and you start to fall where, like it is helpful if someone has a similar testimony as you, but it also, like, I don't want to use the word trigger, but, like, for the sake of lingo that we understand, <laughs> like, it could trigger something and, like, go, you, yeah. you backslide. And so yeah. just a warning that um, is given here in this letter of Galatians that, yes, we are called to bear each other's burdens, but, like, be cautious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to also make one final point on kind of a different note because we had so much to talk about about that first thing, so we didn't necessarily get the chance to talk about it. But another way that we can be practical in our spiritual lives is not just about getting rid of temptation and sin, but also in pursuing God and not just the things that we shouldn't do, but in the things that we should do. So. If Even you, more focused on the things we should Exactly, do. like, this is important, and we're leaving it for the last, like, couple of minutes, but if you guys have anything to say, you can definitely add to that. I just wanted to say, if there's a spiritual discipline that you struggle with, for example, reading the Bible, or even praying, as, as Lexi started us off with, it's not bad to um, make a practical goal of, I'm going to read my Bible 10 minutes a day, or read a passage every morning at this time, that's that's not a bad thing and that is definitely not anti-spiritual because a good friend of ours amber she's been on the podcast before so another little (laughs) shout out here (laughs) actually right after that conversation that we had on the podcast with her we got into another conversation and she used the phrase about uh how duty turns into delight and i think we all here were just so encouraged by that and thought that was such a beautiful phrase let me say it again duty into delight So if reading the Bible right now feels like a chore or some other spiritual discipline feels like a chore, it might start that way. And I think for almost everyone, it starts that way. way. So you 
have to take that practical step. You have to make that practical goal and it won't be easy. It will feel like a chore. It will feel like duty at first, but I can promise you and God promises you that he will turn that into delight and he will make you love his word and love that discipline and love him more as you pursue that thing practically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's such, such a beautiful phrase in that he is faithful in that transformation of, you know, you don't, have a goal of wanting to work out and then you're like yeah I'm loving this workout as you're like super weak you haven't built up the strength you haven't built up the endurance yeah and so it's not enjoyable that's like the furthest thing like going on a run for the first time in a while (laughs) right but it's like he is faithful and he makes us stronger through his spirit and similar to like our physical bodies and it's so connected and it's such beautiful um symmetry and symbolism there yeah And just because you said that metaphor and it made me think of this, if you wanted to get in shape or lose weight or whatever it was, you want to just be like, yeah, I want to do this, but then take no steps (laughs) to get there and think you're going to wake up the next day and be super fit. That's just, that's not going to happen. And I think we can all hear that and think that that's so funny and so crazy. So if you're here thinking, you know what? I want to be closer to God. God's just waiting for you to take those practical steps to work out, to eat healthy, metaphorically, of course, is what I'm saying. But, you know, right? Like, you're not just going to wake up tomorrow and be closer to God. He does invite you to take practical steps and do that. As we draw close to him, Mm -hmm. he draws close to us. Yeah. And, like, even that example of working out, you know, like, the reason we don't really like the part of actually working out to get fit is because it's hard and it's difficult and it's tiring you know it's not an easy process and that's like the same with anything if you want to see a result that takes hard work it's not going to be an easy thing Mm -hmm. um but you know the thing with with walking with god and even in this uh topic we're kind of talking about um of sin and being tempted is and even like whatever whatever it may be reading your bible praying just developing something that you want to get closer to god through um i was reading a verse yesterday i cannot remember for the life of me where it was in the bible but we were reading it yesterday and it was talking about as we trust in god he is faithful to give us peace and joy and hope in that process because the holy spirit lives within us and we can find it through that you know and that's the beautiful thing with Jesus is that he is faithful to be with us in the process and to you know it's not going to be a like it will be hard but it's not going to be worthless or pointless because Jesus is there with us and he's encouraging us all the while you know we might go through some rough seasons mm-hmm. where it's hard to hear him but just that knowledge and that peace and knowing that the Holy Spirit lives within us and that he empowers us and strengthens us you know, makes all the difference. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that, the verse from Thessalonians saying, like, he gives us comfort and strength. Mm hmm. Did you find it, Alice? I do believe the verse might be Romans 15, 13. Yes, can correct that me if I'm is wrong. the verse. That's the verse. You quoted it very well, though, so uh, I can just leave you guys with that if you want to look it up later. You know what it is. Yeah, and I think we just hope that this was an encouragement um, to you, and as um you work with the spirit in turning your duty into delight um and like kind of searching after that that holy result as Mm -hmm. what we said um we just want to lift you up and let you know that whoever you are listening like we are praying for you and we love you guys and we're really thankful that 
even after like such a long time of not posting, you're here back with us again. And so, um, yeah, just blessings. And I think Mahima's going to close us off in prayer. Yeah. And before I do that, even if like, it's so important to like be accountable to somebody who's close in your life, that's a, um, you know, like a Christian or a spiritual leader or mentor or whatever. Um, but I know there are some times or I don't know everybody's situation of like you might not have those people around you or that same Christian community. So like please feel free to reach out on our social medias um, and you know DM us and (laughs) we are so happy to pray for you um, and you know like guide you to some more resources that you might be able to um, benefit from. Yeah but I will just end us off with some prayer. Lord, I thank you so much for your presence, your constant presence in our lives and that your Holy Spirit lives within us, Lord. And I thank you so much for, um, yeah, your wisdom and your um, faith that you just instill in us, Lord, and you you ask us to, um, to continue growing in, Lord Jesus, as Christians. And I thank you for this topic of practicality and spirituality and how they just intertwine so beautifully lord and that it's all meant to glorify you and as we go about um you know our christian walks and just are growing in this i pray that you would guide us lord um to to just be continually convicted by you and sensitive to your spirit of what you are um, working on within us, Lord, and I pray that you'd guide us to each other as a Christian community to be accountable to each other, Lord, and to just um, push each other on and ultimately focus on that holy purpose um, that is so much greater than anything this world can offer to us, Lord Jesus. And though the journey may be difficult, I thank you so much that you are with us um, and that you give us that joy as we Um, journey with you Jesus and I pray that you would strengthen us and um, continue to work through us Lord and I just pray that you would be with us through the rest of this week and yeah I pray all this in your precious name Amen (laughs) and may we glorify you in everything we do (laughs) see you guys next time see you later